Hello, and welcome to the April 22nd episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from our law firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on UAE investment in Angola, power and energy sector news from Cameroon, Gabon, and Mozambique, Miranda's involvement in a major green hydrogen project in Portugal, the results of the Timor-Leste presidential election, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Joana, the floor is yours. We start this week's episode with news that the World Bank has approved 300 million US dollars for the financing of climate resilience and water security in Angola, also known as Reclima. The funding will enable the Angolan government to improve water supply and strengthen water resource management for greater climate resilience in selected areas of the country, benefiting over 1 million people. Meanwhile, the Emirati Al-Amr Group, an international player in the security and defense sector with nearly 40 years of experience, has shown interest in investing in Angola, guaranteeing immediate delivery of projects estimated at over 1 billion US dollars in the agriculture, education and security systems sectors. Cameroon is to borrow close to 165 million US dollars from the Export-Import Bank of India to finance the construction of a 400 kilovolt transmission line between the future Naktigal hydroelectric power plant and the city of Bafusam in West Cameroon. According to the Ministry of Water and Energy, the project aims to increase access to power in certain regions, promote electrical interconnection with Nigeria, and facilitate the transport of energy from various future production sources, such as Naktigal, Sondong and Grand Evang hydroelectric schemes. In Côte d'Ivoire, the government will invest over 825 million US dollars by 2025 to boost the tourism sector. The investment, which will be used to finance the implementation of a project called Tower of the Nation, which will involve upgrading the Bay of Cocody, rehabilitating the state's establishments and hotel assets ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations to be held in Abidjan and Yamoussoukro in 2023. An initiative called Smart City of Biafra will also be implemented in Traichu along with two other projects in the commune of Marcory called Serena Village and La Promenade du Monde. In addition, the package provides for the creation of 15 parks, integrated leisure centers and other spaces. To Gabon now, where a new special economic zone has been created in the province of Ogoué. The Mpasse Le Bombi investment zone is intended to welcome all types of companies that will carry out industrial, commercial and service activities in the timber and agricultural sectors. This is the third special economic zone in Gabon and will be developed on three sites in the departments of Mpasa and Le Bombi Deyou. According to the government, the creation of other special economic zones will follow. The Energy and Water Company of Gabon will receive a 100 billion CFA franc loan from the Gabonese BGFI Bank to improve its drinking water supply and electricity distribution services. With this loan, the state-owned company will carry out water supply projects in Greater Libreville, Port Gentil, Franceville and Makoku. Among the works planned in the power sector are the extension of the electricity network with 50 kilometers of power lines and the construction of two micro-hydro power plants at Mimongo and Bigu. Following the agreement made with the IMF in December 2019, 
the government of Equatorial Guinea is privatizing a list of state assets with the aim of maintaining macroeconomic and financial stability, improving social protection, promoting economic diversification, strengthening governance, and fighting corruption. The assets to be privatized include the Electricity Company of Equatorial Guinea and the Telecommunications Company of Equatorial Guinea, as well as port and airport infrastructures, among others. Over in Mozambique, the National Upstream Oil and Gas Regulator, the National Petroleum Institute, has announced the pre-qualifying results of the country's sixth licensing round for hydrocarbon exploration and production areas, with 12 companies having been selected to bid in the round. Of the 12 pre-qualified companies, six will serve as operators, while the remaining six will serve as non-operators. The pre-qualified operators are China's National Offshore Oil Corporation, Sinopec, and PetroChina. The pre-qualified non operators are Singapore's RN Angosh PTE, Russian independent natural gas producer Novatec, Qatar Energy, South Africa's Sazol, India's ONGC Videsh, and London registered Discover Exploration. The tender covers 16 deepwater offshore blocks, with five being located in the Huvuma Basin off the coast of the Cap Delgado province, seven in the Angosh Basin off the coast of the Nampula province, two in the Zambezi Delta, and the remaining two located near the mouth of the River in the south of Mozambique. Together, the blocks cover a total area of 92,000 square kilometers. The Mozambican government has awarded the construction of the solar power plant in Dondu district, in the central province of Sufala, to multinational energy giant Total Energy. The power station is part of a number of initiatives developed by the Mozambican government in a bid to attain the goal of generating 200 megawatts from renewable energy sources by 2024. In a show of regional cooperation, Mozambique, Botswana and Zimbabwe will invest a total of 3 million US dollars in a feasibility study for the construction of a deep water port in Teco Benin in the Maputo province, as well as a railway line that will link the three countries over a distance of 1100 kilometers. The project is expected to involve the private sector and is budgeted at 7 billion US dollars. In Portugal, a multidisciplinary team of lawyers from Miranda e Associante advised the international consortium Medoca Power 2X that is investing 1.2 billion euros in a unit for production of green hydrogen and green ammonia in the industrial and logistics zone of Sinj, the first such investment of this scale in the country. The consortium is made up of three companies, Medoca Renewables, a company specialized in industrial development of decarbonization of the economy, Power 2X, a company based based in the Netherlands that develops consulting and management projects in climate transition, and CPI, Copenhagen Infrastructure Partners, a company that manages an investment fund in industrial projects in climate transition and renewable energy. This pioneering project, promoting long-term environmental goals and contributing to the objectives established in the National Strategy for Hydrogen, clearly highlights Portugal's potential as an investment destination in renewable energy. The Democratic Republic of the Congo's Council of Ministers has recently approved the auctioning of 16 oil blocks, following a proposal by the Minister of Hydrocarbons. The blocks are located in Cuvette Centrale, situated in the center of the Congo River Basin. 
In São Tomé and Príncipe, the government has met with the CIDSDOC representative to discuss clean energy alternatives. CIDSDOC, an international organization created to build sustainable energy and climate change resilience in small islands, presented the Ocean Energy Project, aimed at harnessing the ocean's power to create energy. Once successfully implemented, the project will serve as an incentive for similar implementation in other countries. Finally, in Timor-Leste, the second round of the presidential elections confirmed the victory of Mr. José Ramos Horta with 62.09% of the vote to 37.91% of the incumbent Francisco Luol Guterres. Mr. Ramos Horta, winner of the Nobel Peace Prize in 1996 and a former president and prime minister, will be sworn in on May the 20th, a highly symbolic day which marks the 20th anniversary of the restoration of independence. this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Joana Graça Moura from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.